a scene in the movie. What? I want to be in the movie. No. Why not? <laughs> because... No. Did y'all put her up to this or something? Yeah. Hey, take it They didn't do nothing. Nobody put me up to anything. I've been thinking about it all day. And... Well, I'm young. And if we really are making a good, dirty movie, I don't want to just carry the equipment. I want to be in it. Well, you can't. Says who? It's my film, Lorraine. I mean, it wouldn't make any sense. We've already shot half of it. Story can't just suddenly change midway through. Why? Because it just isn't done. What about in Psycho? You love that movie. Well, Psycho is a horror film. And that plot was a MacGuffin to build suspense. And I'm not making that kind of movie. Oh, come on, RJ. Nobody's coming to see this film for the plot. They're coming to see tits and ass. And a big dick. It's all right. <laughs> it's the truth. I just give the people what they're paying for. Because I'm making something better than that. When did you become such a prude? All right, hold on. I am the executive producer, which means I get a word. So why don't we just take a step outside before anything gets said to some of my regret. You gotta back me up in here, Wayne. I mean, this situation is fixing to get out of control. It is awfully close. Relax. Hey, what does it they say? Life imitates art? It's the other way around. Well, whatever, it don't matter. But you need to listen to me, okay? Because you ain't been 42, and I have been 23. And I'm going to explain something to you about young women. Now, if she's serious, which I suspect she is, well, she's going to do it whether you like it or not. Now, you try to stop her, not only is she going to do it, she's going to go on and do it with God knows how many people and God knows how many other films, and nobody wants that. The way I see it, you only got one good option here. What, letting her get bald by some man whore? Come on now, Jackson is a professional. He ain't got no diseases or nothing. You just want more sex in the movie. That ain't me, all she wants it. You heard her? Look, if she does great, she gets famous, maybe she'll take you with her. Wayne, you don't get it. Lorraine is not like the others in there. She is a nice girl. I beg your pardon? No, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, I hate to be the one to tell you this. But ain't none of them nice girls. She belongs to the streets. Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical, and I know it's been a while. I mean, I've been taking breaks, man. I've been, <laughs> it's, been it's it's been a lot of things I've been having to get together um i even uh spoke on instagram to uh i believe my listeners because they even asked uh shout out patricia uh they asked yo why don't you do like a, a video you know basically you know like like the youtube joint you know what i mean uh i at first and that, and that was something i always planned i know i talked about right but i'm like man do i really want to be on on camera and I did it before. Shout out to Brogy Art. 
um, I, I've that was like my introduction to being on video. And uh, also what I mentioned to Patricia, I did say, hey, you know, I am working on something uh, with my friend Richie Mack. Uh, he just built a studio and I'll be going over there and things of that nature. So, yeah, so something will be coming out. It might not be on the lines of film where that podcast is concerned, but we're going to start doing some things, uh, some things in the works. Um, I'm going to keep a tight lid on it until we actually have a date, you know, but the question was asked and I should have done something a long time ago, but I just feel so comfortable not being seen, you know, so I'm gonna start wearing masks. Yeah. You know, so, uh, there, that's how I'm gonna solve that problem. But no, nah, no, nah, but uh, no, nah, seriously. Um, no. So we, we are having some stuff in the works for real, for real. And so, um, it's going to be exciting and it's going to be fun. So let's go ahead and get into what you all came to hear. And so some, some of you, you all might not be familiar with this film. I found out about it. I've seen like a few brief trailers. And uh, so, let me, so let's, let's, let's just get into it. Today, we're going to be reviewing. X. Yep. Just, just X. Just X. So, the director for this film, you have... T West. At first, I thought it was like T.I. and West and Kanye West had like a company or something, but I was like, nah, his name is just T West. T.I. West. That's how you spell his first name. T.I. You might have seen his work with VHS, The House of the Devil, and The Innkeepers. He also wrote a lot of those films, and he also wrote M. The letter from ABCs of Death. I don't know if you all have seen that. I watched ABCs of Death. Some of those stories <laughs> was very uh, disturbing, especially the, the jerk off story. Jerk off story was probably the best and most uh, uh, most disturbing one. Uh, one of the stories I remember was uh, I forgot which letter that was. It was this girl who woman she thought she was too fat and so she did what she got a butcher knife and cut off all her fat yeah so <laughs> abc's the devil is a little ah you know you know that's, that's a little too much vhs vhs is hit and miss i believe it was the second one or the third one that was pretty good um the first one had like one episode that was pretty good but I, I can't remember which one uh, T. West did on VHS. And also Cabin Fever 2, Spring Fever. I didn't see that either. I saw Cabin Fever 1. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I, would, I don't know. I'll probably have to watch it again, but I probably won't watch it again. <laughs> Not really in the mood to watch Cabin Fever. Uh, but I don't know. Cabin Fever 2? Mm, I don't know if I'm going to mess with that too tough. So X... It's a rated R horror movie. Yeah, it came out this year on March 18th of uh, of, of this year. <laughs> That's when it came out. It came out uh, March 18th. And so, production company for this movie was A24. 
you might have seen a lot of um i think the lamb was under 824 uh braun creative and mad solar i i want to say mad solar might be kid cuddy's joint yeah mad solar is kid cuddy's joint braun creative uh some people like to think it's lebron lebron james but i doubt it it's um uh, it's, it's run by the co-founders uh, Aaron L. Gilbert and Brenda Gilbert but yeah for some reason you, <laughs> a lot of people think that it's uh, LeBron's team and um, as I mentioned before you know uh, A24 did uh, uh, Lamb, Lamb was another production company uh, Midsommar and Hereditary and for those who remember uh, Midsommar that was directed by um, Ari Aster. Ari Aster, he works neck and neck with uh, with A24. So anyway, yeah, so the logline for this film. A young group of porno stars get a place in rural Texas to shoot an X-rated film, but their sexual nature puts them in danger. For the characters for this film, you have Maxine and Pearl, played by... Mia Goth, full name is Mia Gypsy da Silva Goth. She's Brazilian. And you might have seen her work on Suspiria and Everest. You have Lorraine, played by Gina or Jenna or Ortega. She was in Scream and The Babysitter, Killer Queen. I believe that was The Babysitter 2. You have Bobby Line, played by, or Bobby Lynn played by Brittany Snow. You might have seen her in Prom Night and Pitch Perfect. We have Jackson, played by Kid Cudi. You might have seen him in Don't Look Up and Need for Speed. And Wayne, played by Martin Henderson. He was in Smoking Aces and The Ring. Now, the story about this film, it's, it's based in 1979, the year of my birth. An amazing, amazing year, I must say which was the, the year of the goat, the year of the goat, uh, meaning lucky flowers, if you're going by the Chinese zodiac years, the year of the goat. A group of young adult filmmakers set out to rural Texas to film a porno on the property of an elderly couple. Now this elderly couple finds out about the adult film, mainly the wife, and that's when the wife wants to be beautiful again. She lost, you know, all of her beauty due to old age, you know, I mean, they both did, they lost, you know, he can't get around mobility, they can't get around as much as they used to, so it's a lot of stuff they just lost. Now, the weird thing is, I guess they didn't lose their sex drive like the guy did, like the the, the husband, he lost his, uh, well, maybe, you know, he didn't lose his sex drive, he really did, but he has a pacemaker. And so his thing is, it's a health situation. The woman still had, the old woman still has her sex drive, which is interesting. I, I thought at that age, they looked like they were about 100 years old. But it looked like, I, I would think they would lose their sex drive. You know what I mean? But she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. None of them did. And that gets rekindled or sparked when she peeks in and watches you know one of the scenes from the porno and that's when she tries to take that back to her husband the husband was like oh you know now pearl I, 
I have a I have a pacemaker. You know what I mean? So it, it was interesting. It, that whole thing was interesting. And then she tries to come on to one of the cast members because her husband's not going to give her any. So she comes on to one of the cast members. I think I was going to say at the wrong time, but I don't think that was the right time. It, it, it definitely was a wrong time because one of the cast members was always going, he was already going through it with his girlfriend and he was about to get the hell on, which I don't blame him. You know, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, that was his ride. They wanted to do what they wanted to do. You know what I mean? And I'm going to get into that later. But it was just the wrong time and he wasn't really feeling you know a hundred year old woman trying to come on to him so that that you know he, he gracefully turned her down and that pissed her off and so she became a murderer and then all of a sudden you know her husband knows that she isn't well and then on top of that he becomes a murderer so it was it, it, i'll get into that part the rest of that a little later so that, then it becomes like an escape movie at first it's one of those things where people come up missing and you're looking for, you know, certain people and then that person comes up missing and then, you know, then other people are looking for those people. So it's it, and then eventually you find out that, OK, you're in danger. But by the time you figure that out, the numbers have been dwindled to like two or three or something like that. What would I compare this movie to? I feel like this was an artistic Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets The Visit. It had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre aura to it, like that whole rural Texas look, of course. I think that's what they were trying to get. That, oh, well, most horror movies do this. Uh, Jason, you know, Michael Myers, where they separate everyone, you know, um, things are going down. But I, I felt like Texas Chainsaw Massacre really did it for me was you know the original because everybody was so you know caught, got caught off guard you know throughout the whole movie and then by the end you know the last then that's when the last person realizes or the last two people realize oh we're in danger you know what i mean like something's off you know but i just i definitely remember that in texas chainsaw massacre and the fact that i say the visit is that there's old people killing people now uh I can say that I'm pretty sure there are other horror movies where old or elderly people were killers, but I just can't think of any. The only one I could think about was uh, <laughs> The Visit. But my likes for this film. Now, I did like the B-plot of the setting of the porno. The whole, now, that goes back to why this gentleman was, the, he was the cameraman, actually, for the film. Why... I believe I believe his name was RJ and he was the cameraman for this film and his lady his own lady I guess you know was like Kid Cudi was the star um Jackson who Kid Cudi played and Wayne Wayne was kind of like the producer he you know supplied the women and supplied the money his girl actually or his wife was uh, a star as well I'm trying to remember. Did they have two, three? How many women? Um. So yeah, like so, his wife. So basically, he was cucking because he he watched his wife get banged by Jackson. But you know, like that's you know he would join in too. So like you know, they run trains on her, do a threesome or whatever. But but 
RJ wasn't feeling that. Like, he's just a cameraman. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't a part of it. He wasn't getting down. And he brought his girlfriend with him to help set up. Like, to help set up and stuff like that. You know, that which is it's pretty cool. Like, where it's like, all right, you know, it's a, you know, you have a team, like a production team, like you and your lady. You know what I mean? So, his lady gets aroused by watching the, um, so mind you, this is just the B story. So, so the lady, she gets aroused by watching the the um, camera people not the camera people, watching the whole production the, the sexual production go down or the porno the porno go down and so she's like yo like you know I'm trying to I'm trying to get my my uh I'm trying to get that train ran on me you know what I'm saying that's, that's what she was thinking she was like shit I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to go multiple pole vaulting you know what I mean like she's trying to get it in and and her boyfriend wasn't really feeling that which most men would you know and then they kind of made it about liberation of women like if she wants to get fucked and get trained ran on by these porno stars you have to let her which is yeah they, they're, they're, they're correct and I think Buddy made the correct move that's why I felt like you know Buddy should have Buddy should have survived but I, I felt like yo you know okay yeah y'all stay here you know you know if you want to sit up here and get the train ran on you you feel like you know that i'm you know i'm stopping you from your conquest of what you want to do then fucking fine i'm out and i respect that you know what i mean like you know of course he felt some type of way about it he tried to you know sway her like what are you thinking you know but in the famous words of uh 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 uh, uh future she's for the streets <laughs> she's for the streets and so like yeah so then she was like yeah she she was like yeah i'm, I'm for the streets and i want to get down and buddy bounce and so that's what things kind of got you know got a little weird where the old woman basically blocked his path and he tried to like escort her rj tried to escort um pearl back to the house and pearl you know wanted to have sex right there which is real weird right outside in the middle of the driveway or the little drive through whatever because they didn't stay in the same house they stayed in the house behind pearl and her husband's house uh howard pearl and howard they stayed behind their house whatever it was like a little like another like it was like an old house that was behind their house you know what i mean it was more longer where their house had multiple floors if i'm not mistaken um pearl and howard's house but anyway um yeah so you know and he, he didn't give up he didn't give up the ghost so she took his ghost or made him a ghost made him the friendly ghost you know what i'm saying and so that's where it kind of happens and that's where i went into you know people looking for um rj and and then you know then one by one you know and 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 so not to even get too far into that right you know she you know that's i i like i like the b plot the b that it was an interesting story i kind of wish that it stayed on that story you know what i mean like like it was an actual story i don't know how long you can stretch it out you probably couldn't stretch it out that long for a movie you need other things going on but i did like that b story i thought that was pretty interesting um the musical horror element was pretty cool what i mean by that was it always it almost was like a musical 
like it was shot almost like a video type style the shooting was dope um the songs that they were singing and it, it was kind of cool you know what i'm saying it was very you know music music like and i thought that that made this movie very interesting the flickering transitions when they transition to another shot i thought that was pretty cool um interesting characters uh outside of howard and and um and pearl everybody else was pretty interesting i like everybody else's characters they're pretty cool they were likable uh characters or relatable characters you had uh maxine she her thing was you know she wanted to become a big star like her dream i guess like you know in the 70s i i, I guess they thought that maybe it was an avenue to stardom because you know you're on camera and so maybe there was a a parallel route to get to fame you know what i mean and and that's what uh maxine what that's exactly what she wanted you know what i mean she wanted you know to to get to that status you know what i'm saying and and uh you know wayne he was there to make it happen you know so they'll try to make it happen you know he he had the vision so you know he's the one that you know he's the producer he picked the location and i mean they did nothing wrong you know what i'm saying like nothing i I feel like they didn't really misstep in everything i mean of course they they didn't let the elderly couple know that what they will be doing in the privacy of this back house which i felt like was fine i don't think you you know you would be like hey we're shooting a porno you know you think we can use your house this back house for that you know and it was like one of those christian rural towns and stuff uh i didn't know overalls with no bra was sexy you know i never knew that was sexy until i watched this movie i was like wow like that is so sexy like you know what i mean like i'm just gonna have to one day just buy my lady overalls just to wear around the house with no bra you know that would be pretty dope that would be pretty sexy i'm gonna do it too maybe buy it one christmas so anyway uh good kill scenes the kill scenes was pretty cool i did like the kill scenes you know what i mean that was pretty dope uh my dislikes i didn't like the young people in old costumes like like pearl as i mentioned before pearl was played by mia goth now maxine there are two characters uh maxine and pearl so mia goth played two characters and you can you can tell that they didn't look natural they don't like naturally old people you know it's always that zomb they almost look like zombified you know what i mean that look uh the volume was low for some reason i don't know if it was the theater i was in or it was just the movie it's like i was having a hard time hearing what they were saying like i needed almost needed like subtitles you know in certain parts you know i just it could have been the movie but you know i mean the theater but i'm just gonna say it's a dislike uh the reasoning for the murders as i explained earlier why pearl just started killing people you know just because she didn't get no dick and then all of a sudden she couldn't get dick from her husband because this pacemaker she couldn't get dick from the cameraman not only was he you know blowed because his girl was for the streets he just found that out you know what i mean and and he just brought her along to make money like he let her in on his investment you know what i mean he let her in on his investment you know and the way that they could make money and you know and she was like you know i'm liberated i wanna i wanna 
I want to have a threesome. I want to. <laughs> I want to suck on the. I want to suck on the chocolate popsicle. While I have the banana popsicle stuck up my ass. And there's nothing you can say about it. You man. No, I'm just fucking around. She didn't say all of that. It was close to it. It was like. If, I would say get like one third of what I said. <laughs> it was one third. It was one third. But you know. But I, you know. I feel them. You know. Like I'm not about to sit around here and. You know, and 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 waste my time with all of that, and then he gets ready to bounce, and then this old woman is propositioning him. Like that's the worst luck, right? Like, <laughs> like you're a lady. You know what I'm saying? But that's reality. I mean, that's it's a movie, but that could be reality for somebody. You know, some people, right? You find out your lady is, uh, you know, you know, for the streets. The next thing you know, you're like, I'm about to get the fuck out of here, and then like. The, per- the first person that comes on to you is like this woman that looks 100 years old you know what i mean that, that's 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 all oh, man that just that just takes your this takes your heart man it just takes your heart you know you, <laughs> yeah it just takes your heart but anyway uh i don't know it just i felt like marine should put up a better fight you know what i'm saying and maybe uh it was a character i'm not gonna say too too much you know, it was a character that was in the Marines. I felt like he should have been able to, I don't know, not really do Marine shit, but just, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I, you know, let's scratch that part off. I just felt weird and I was watching it. Maybe because it was Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi is my favorite artist. I know. He, I know. I know. I get made fun of all the time because he wore the dress. You know what I'm saying? I... And, you know, and, and he stood next to a white dude in a suit, you know, to show that, hey, you know, black people are feminine, you know, or feminine people, you know, black males are feminine people. You know, I don't know what his speech was. That, that, that's what that's what the message was to me. It wasn't like his ass had on a dress and the white dude had on a dress. You know what I'm saying? It was like, no, nah, the white dude's in the tux and he's in the dress. Well, you know, it I still listen to his music, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I I felt like that was that was unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? But hey, that's that's what he wants to do. He wants to be known as the guy in the dress. So, but uh, my rating for this film. Oh, and also Kid Cudi, like I just was trying to sound like Ti. Like that's what I felt. Like when he was, <laughs> I could be I could be tripping. I felt like that's who he that's who he um, that's who he uh, uh, was empowered by. Was, powered by ti you know but um the rating for this film i give this film six and a half brawless overalls yeah man i really like those overalls man i I never thought overalls can look so cool i mean when uh in in uh the early 90s we call them jumpers though they were overalls we call them jumpers but uh yeah in the early 90s the jumpers was a thing you had one strap like you didn't have both strapped on you had one strap off one hanging you know what i'm saying and they were kind of like shorts you know what i'm saying like jean shorts overalls with one strap hanging off with some really radical button up shirt up under it or some radical t-shirt you know it was gnarly you know what i'm saying like we didn't you know, back then you had to get your clothes from like JCPenney, not JCPenney, but uh, TJ Maxx or Ross or something like that. 
So it'd be one of those radical Calif- Calabonga dudes, you know, shirts. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was pre. Don't get me wrong, it was pre Ninja Turtles. But that's when you know, like it'd be like some white guy with blonde hair on the on the surfboard, you know, with a wave in the background, and you see the the name Calabonga. You know what I'm saying? And you, just, and you had that like under under the, or or, or you just had a Michael Jordan shirt on. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. You know, I I had the radical shirts. You know what I'm saying? The the gnarly button up shirt. You know what I'm saying? With all the weird isotopes and weird uh, 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 acute angles and all of that weird shit on the shirts or whatever. You know, and all the popular kids got to wear Michael Jordan shirts under their. Um, Jumper or over uh, slash overalls, but yeah, um, but yeah, that was that. Yeah, I give I give it a six and a half. I, I thought it was it was cool actually. Just to kind of give you all a heads up, there's going to be a sequel. So if you all stay, there's a extra. Let's say extra credit scene. Yeah, yeah, extra. Does it post credit? Yeah, a post credit. I went back to school. Uh a post-credit scene and it basically is the trailer for it's going to be a prequel to this film and the weird thing is it's being played by the same girl the same woman who's playing Maxine Mia Goth so she's playing Pearl a younger version of Pearl so I don't know what the hell they're doing I, I like it was cool to see you know like a post-credit scene that's not Marvel you know what I mean? Just stay for it and just be surprised. Oh, post-credit scene. But I don't know. Like, you know, I think it's called getting a, a sequel and a prequel um that's what t-west uh reveals so yeah um she's gonna reprise her role uh mia goth is gonna reprise her role as pearl so yeah um i, for, I forgot the name of the of the sequel of the prequel i, I think it was uh called Pearl and yeah so anyway alright so that is it for X so please make me please continue to make me last by giving listener support to the podcast thank you so much pass me around like a mixtape pass me around like a flyer and uh yeah man 
you know, I'm just going to keep on. I'll, I'll let you all know when we're going to get things done, when it's going to be finished, and when we're going to be dropping with some video stuff. All right. All right, man. Y'all take it easy. I wish y'all well. Much love to you all. All right.